Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ramble. Heather, you slag. <laughs> Welcome to Guilty Pleasures. I am not Zach Diddy Cornfeld. Neither am I. Neither is you. Uh, welcome to the show. This is the podcast where we review your favorite Guilty Pleasures movies and TV shows. And hey, because of that strike, yep. we're doing a different movie today. We're doing foreign films. We're doing, this is technically a foreign film. It is a foreign film. It's uh, British. Yeah, it is British. And this came from the listeners, I think. Right, Rainey? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this week we are talking about Angus Thongs. And snogging? Perfect snogging. And perfect snogging. Yeah. Uh, this is a British film. I'm your host, Kelsey Dara. And with me, as always, Rickety Rick Bernard. Yes, it's Gary How Bernard. You How you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm a little... Um, I took an edible last night, and Ooh. my main thing with as I watch movies on edibles, um, the the I get a little bit of a hangover sometimes. And so I get a little bit of like a cloudy mind. And so I'm a little... I don't want to say scatterbrained, but... I'm 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 somewhere. You're, you know? you're here. I'm, I'm here. I'm you're here. You're here and I'm everywhere all at once. Yes, I am. Yeah. I hear you. I'm going through a breakup. I am unwell. Here she's unwell. So this film was a little silly, goofy, fun time yeah, that I, both of us wanted to I just... wanted to text. I was like, Kelsey, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay watching this movie? <laughs> this um, I mean, after the synopsis, I guess we'll get into it, but this was um this had some Tropes. In case you haven't heard of it, which I certainly didn't, and when Rainey kept putting the title of this film in the group chat, we were like, "Which movie is? It? Are we watching Snogging? Are we watching Angus? Angus are we watching Thongs?" thongs? It was yeah. a lot. I mean, I watched it on a plane five years ago, and I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember anything else about it. Okay. Let's be clear, it is great. Uh, it is. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let me go hit you with the synopses. Uh, forgot to mention our our Zaddy is out of town. Yeah. Um. So it's just us today, guys. Mm. Nothing Just me the and, boys. Me and Rick can't do on our own. Yeah, we got it. Fully capable. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Dad's not home. Uh, Angus, thongs and perfect snogging, follows a 14-year-old Georgia as she tries to find a boyfriend while also organizing her 15th birthday party. Damn. Ah, Damn. Just a classic coming-of-age problem. Yep, yep. Uh, starring uh, some really, I thought, fantastic young actresses yeah yeah nobody i had ever seen no because they're all british <laughs> yeah but don't they eventually make their way over the water sometimes i mean we got it with uh the the lead uh man um wait was it, he someone yeah Who aaron taylor johnson is quicksilver in the marvel movies he is um he's in kick ass he's kick ass um and he's craven as well craven holy the hunter. shit i yeah. would have never put those two together he was just on bullet train Oh my great, god. Great, great actor. Fantastic yeah. actor. Um, so what is your relationship to coming of age films? I love every single one of them. Every single I one. think every most of the ones that I have seen that are not like too Disney coded, I will fuck with heavily. So like, you know, uh Juno, which is kind of not that, but still, still coming of age. Still coming of age, In a I very feel like aggressive way. Aggressive way. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and aggressive you're a mom coming now. in. I'm um, your mom. That's like quick coming of age. You really have to come of age now. Yeah, you're yeah. of age. You're of age. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Uh. And and the baby inside you is reminding you of that. <laughs> um, you're growing another human life. You're growing another human life. Oh, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, Super Bad is my favorite movie. I think of all time, yeah. and that is a huge coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Weirdly, uh, 21 Jump Street is also in that same uh, sure. vein of just like revisiting mm-hmm. childhood, which mm-hmm. is, you know, just like what would I do differently if I got mm-hmm. to go back to high school? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that genre of film uh, mainly because when I was in high school, nothing happened. <laughs> And just, oh my god, that's so funny! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you're like reliving, yeah. through these films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this last night. Like, what makes a good coming of age film? And I think that this nailed a lot of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw like the Nickelodeon title card, I was like, oh god damn yeah, it, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. in the mood yeah. for this. And then immediately, it was like for. 14 year old yeah this was a pretty grown-up it was movie. a grown-up movie i mean i when i when i saw thongs and perfect snogging for one i i don't know british slang and so yeah. i thought snogging was sex no, i, I thought it, i was like all right well this is gonna be a fucking oh lord rainy likes the horny movies i guess <laughs> well rainy does like the horny movies be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah um and so i was like all right well let, let's let's get into it and then uh, realized it was 14 year old girls yes. and I was like okay so that's not gonna happen yeah um but even still you are seeing shots of thongs yeah but yeah tons of kissing right parental divorce trauma Ooh, oh like, my god I was immediately thrown off by the the way this was shot was very like pop bubblegum yeah everything from sort of the the costuming yeah. the the cadence of the way yeah. the girls existed in the world right but it reminded me like 14-year-olds are little, like, raunchy, They're horny little, balls of and that's, bitch. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that that's, like, fantastic. I think yeah. that is the best way to portray 14-year-olds because yes. they're horny little monsters yes. that just got out of – I think the big difference between middle school and high school, or I guess secondary school yeah. in this fucking case. Oh, nice. Um, um, the big difference is that your hormones are fully awakened. <laughs> you are you are fully a, a horned-up monster. Yes. And you are trying to touch everything that moves. It's like shaking a soda can and you can't open it yet. Yeah. Because right. you shouldn't be having full, you know, penetrative right. sex yet. Right, right, right. You're shaking that soda yeah, can. Yeah, it's, it's shaking up. You're it's, becoming aware. It's You're aware. You're yeah. aware. And you were aware in eighth grade. And you're like, I'm in eighth grade. Let me like slow down. I Here feel like the big difference between a ninth grader and a twelfth grader is stark. There is like, <laughs> it's like a huge Huge difference between. I remember, I, I I was like when I went into a freshman year, I was like, wow, I am fresh out of middle school. Yeah. And in twelfth grade, I was like, I am thinking about college. I am old. I am old. I am not not old, but like way more mature. I feel of a my back pain. Yeah, I feel it a little yeah. bit. Um, and for whatever reason, those I think that in in this movie that was very very well portrayed between. Yeah. Um, our lead and um, the guy, the yeah, guy, the pr- exactly. paternal twins, I fraternal mean, twins. Let's talk about it. One of my first pleasures, and like I don't know if the UK is just doing teenagehood different, but I love that they cast goofy looking, yeah. awkward yeah. teenage girls yeah. as our leads. We have Georgia, who 
This is based on a book, which I didn't yeah. know. Which based is off cool. of two books, apparently. Oh, yeah. Look at you doing your research. Uh, it's always me. just on the front in the oh, credits. Cool. Yeah. Um, she plays this very like confident girl yeah. to begin with. She's very confident in her quirkiness. Yeah. She's focused on her friendships. Yeah. She's like she, boy crazy, but she's yeah. she doesn't care. She's being silly, goofy. Yeah. And what you see unfold during this film is like as she gets introduced to crushes and boys she becomes very unstable yeah she becomes very insecure yeah because she's like i don't i kind of don't want to be boy crazy but my my biology is telling me <laughs> yeah my biology is telling me to be boy crazy but it's ruining my life yes it's like slowly ruined and i i love that shit yeah. i loved that so much i you really like from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie you really do feel like she Grew up. Yes. You watch it. <laughs> you well, watch even it. in the costuming and things yeah. that they started with her, like very, and this is a throwback. I think it might even be too old for Rainy, but y'all remember Limited 2? No. I know it. Okay. I, yeah. It would, by oh, the way, if they decided to bring Limited 2 back right now as like millennial women. They would make women, so much money. Because it's Probably. all, imagine like all the nostalgia 90s, like yeah. puffy sandals, blow up furniture in your room. Like. Okay. Tank tops, crop, yeah. little baby tees. Gen Z girls would get that. Correct. They would eat that up too. Yeah. So you start with her being this very like limited to esque style. Yeah. And as she starts dating boys, she's more aware of like, well, how do I do I wear this shirt? Right. Like, look at my boobs. I don't want them to be too big, but I know I want them to be able to hold a pencil between them. Yeah. Like, there were just so many moments that I was like, oh my God, we did that. Yeah. I, okay. Up. So, I, this is one of my notes. I was like, I'm learning so much about women <laughs> like, <laughs> through these 14 year old British girls. From these 14 year old British girls, I, I didn't know about the. Uh, First of all, calling them bazoomas, hilarious. Hilarious. Wait, um, but why why do you call them bazoomas? Because when they when they flop out of a t-shirt, they go bazooma bazooma. bazooma, bazooma, bazooma. <laughs> That's so like insane. That's yeah. what a crazy thing. Um and then um the uh, making your hands numb and then touching your boobs to make it feel like someone else is touching. Didn't them. you guys do that with your hands jerking no. off? No. That's like the classic if you sit on your hand and then jerk yourself off, it feels like someone else is doing it. Yeah, I <clears throat> I think that that's like a good family guy joke, but uh, I don't know if dudes actually did that. And the like, I don't know who wrote this. I'd love yeah. to know who did write this. Like, was it a man or a woman? I'll be so it was a woman. fucking pissed. Okay, thank yeah, God. Yeah. I was like, I'll be so mad if it was a dude. Yeah. Um, but there were things between this group. There's like four girls, but really one main best friend throughout that yeah. showcase really the psyche of a 14 year old where one of my favorite scenes in the beginning was when her and her best friend decide, okay, we're going to go hit on these new boys that just got to our school. They are like one direction looking like older. They definitely look more mature than they are. Right. 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 You kind of see them grow up into that. And this is what, yeah, they grew up into that. And I, I I, uh, applaud them for this is that the, her personality was, rewarded yes and her her sense of being was rewarded and i don't think we do that Mm -hmm. in in um the states no media um mainly because we keep on casting anne hathaway (laughs) stop like if you're trying to bring home the point like they did in uh that greta gerwig movie over the summer that we all loved um if you're trying to bring home that point you cannot cast cast 
someone who is conventionally attractive. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can make them look as bad as you want or whatever. It's not going to work out. Anne Hathaway always looks bad. There's no, you know, bad. The first time I used bad, it was with one D. The second time I used bad, it was with two D. Capital. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's so refreshing to walk into this movie and you're just like, oh yeah, this is like a a child. A couple of scenes that stand out to me as pleasures is the first one being um, when they go decide that they're going to go talk to those boys. Yeah. I loved that. First of all, they were approaching them. Yeah, they're like, let's just, yeah, don't they forget your script. Fucking pull up. You're gonna, you're gonna go in there, act like it was a total surprise that I also walked in here. Like we yeah. used to do that. We'd be like, okay, so then you're gonna say this, yeah. and then I'm gonna say this. Yeah, and like it was just so real the way they tried to make an interaction with boys like natural but then it became such a disaster obviously yeah and my favorite part was when they're walking home from that first interaction with the boys and they're analyzing everything the boy said they were like he said see you later do you think he actually means like see you later like when is later yeah 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 and they're like analyzing the pause in between later or like how he said you later later. you yeah the emphasis on you yeah it was like see you later or See you later. Like we used to, I mean, I think it's also just a product of having nothing else going on yeah. in your life when you're 14 like that besides yeah. school and maybe a sport you're in. But like, right. that's what we put all of our whole ass energy into yeah. was like dissecting every, and maybe that's where my anxious attachment yeah. style started. But oh hey. God, <laughs> it probably happened with your mom. Exactly. Uh, I mean, if we're looking at the science. Yeah, but, absolutely. Sure. Uh, yeah. When she worked seven days a week. Um, and then my second favorite scene uh, Wait, is, before we move yeah, on from that, absolutely. I second favorite scene, keep that in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they like overanalyzing what people say mm-hmm. with me. It was text. So <gasps> like, it was like, oh. you were jumping into the, like the text world. Like, right. As we like, I, I started like talking to girls. So Analyzing text also set the foundation for writing. Oh my god! <laughs> because you're just like, all right, well, I, I need to. This doesn't make sense. It has this to be is, funny. Uh, yeah, but it has, it has to, to be, be like casual, like like cool. It's yeah. like this is how I talk and blah blah blah. And so, like over editing and analyzing text messages, I feel like is a bigger leg up. For oh, we had that. Yeah, for at for, least. Oh yeah, the at least space. you can. At least you can go back through and yeah. be like, okay, well, this didn't make sense. It's or, a good point because this came out in 2005, I believe. Yeah. So, like, I was 15 mm-hmm. and I didn't get my first cell phone till I was late, almost 16. Yeah. Which yeah. back then was fucking normal, y'all. Yeah. Now you get an iPad in preschool. Right, right. But that was those interactions, those awkward that we didn't have social media to like flirt over DMs at no. a safe distance first. No. Like, you just had to dive in embarrassment first. You, and you, it's a very scary time. You we know? actually had a privilege. It was a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. To be the last people to talk to people without the internet, yeah. it does feel, it feels like an, a badge of honor in a yes, weird way. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, badge yeah. of honor. It's just like, you you guys don't even know don't how know. easy you have it. We couldn't stock our crushes. We couldn't stock our crushes. No, we couldn't Nobody fucking... Was- Nobody's fucking updating where they were. No. You just had to guess and hope to God Run that it wasn't them. with like another boy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So 
So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And like the way that the two, be- like our main character and her best friend would use each other as communication. Like, okay, so when you're hanging out with Robbie, yeah. make sure you drop that Right, 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 right. And like you really did used to have to rely on your yeah, friends yeah. to like... Bye. Yeah, give me the fucking alley-oop. I need Yo, this. Yo, the wingman. What's going on? We were arguably better wingmen in like 13, 14 years old than yeah. I am now. Now yeah. I'm like, my friend wants to fuck you. Like, yeah. do you in or out? Well, that I mean, you're just an adult. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no risk with like, my no, It's just like, all right, you is in? this cool? Are you yeah. in? If not, go fuck go. somebody else. Yeah. I, don't care. Who cares? I don't care about your life. And then I yell at them and they're yeah. like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, um, I have an anxious attachment. Yes, style. exactly. So, Thank you. Your second favorite scene. Uh, my second favorite scene was in the sleepover scene where it's the four best girlfriends and yeah. they do this thing where they're like, okay. Now that we're into boys, we need to know if we're hot or not. Don't you want to know what other people think about you? And I'm like... No, 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 I don't. No, what this are you is guys not, doing? This is not going to end yeah, well. Yeah, like they all, all four of them were like, you know, they had their quirks, but they all liked themselves. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like, you know, in Mean Girls where they're like, my pores are huge. Like they hadn't been tainted right, right, right. by the world. Yes, yeah. they were reading the teen magazines, like how to kiss, what to do like that, but they didn't hate their bodies yet. Yeah. And they decide, okay, we're going to pass around pieces of paper for each of us and we're going to grade our looks. So, yeah. like, what do you rate my nose? What do you rate my teeth? Da 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 da. And of course, our main lead character gets a lower uh, score. Gets fucking obliterated. <laughs> she gets that- like a four for her nose. That poor child. And they were like, I you know. got a you got a big nose and a big mouth. And yes. it's like some shit like that. They gave her super low scores. <laughs> yeah. To give to like just just let's get a jump start on that low self-esteem. Yes. Coming from your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I was trying to remember how I felt about my friends in that age. Yeah. And like I was like, oh my God. Of course we did that internally with yeah. each other. Fuck. It's this is fucked. so insightful. <laughs> because, it's fuck. Yeah, because I, I don't know about the inner workings of girldom. As mm-hmm. he, as I am uh, earlier explained, um, <laughs> they, I learned so much from watching this movie. Be- like, why would anybody do that? That's so I hurtful. That's, uh, but I guess, like, you would rather hear it from your friends. Yeah. Um, but Jesus... Jesus Christ. I know. That age and that like friendship at that age is so crucial because I remember having a friend in high school who like started to have a boyfriend before all of us and then like started having sex before all of us. And we were as equally jealous as we were terrified, as we were grateful someone was going through it before us. And then I became the last person in my friendship group to ever kiss a guy. I mean, at that point, I basically had sex with girls, but like, 
Yeah, that, no, it, I didn't discover will. that till much later in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, then I became the late bloomer, yeah. and the the differences between us yeah. grew. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job of that in this, like showing what establishing basic, like, yeah. unfortunately, very heterosexual relationships at that age can Damn. do to like a friendship circle that's, too. Yeah, that's actually really fantastic because like there there was like that vicariousness i guess uh, um between the two girls but also what you're saying like highlighting the differences is yeah. i feel like is is so crazy because you know she's just not, she figured out about or her friend jazz found out about boys and then later she was just like so obsessed with boys yes and then now she's like you know this is this is what guys like or whatever yeah. or like this is what being in a relationship is like and that means that I can't hang around you guys as much Ooh. which hurts you know it hurts it hurts but then you're always like flashing back to Georgia and Georgia right yeah yeah Georgia and like her whole idea around why are we trying to grow up so fast yeah. and then going home and then dealing with her home situation Ooh. which is what yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Break it down for us. Okay, so, so, okay. So Georgia, um, she has a little sister and then her parents who are uh, very in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this storyline was so fucking well done. Yes. I am not, a, I'm not coming from a, 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 a divorced a, family. A divorced family. And so, uh, 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 she meets uh one of the one of the twins that she likes and then he she finds out that um her his parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. And so she goes back home with that idea in her head. Here's her her parents arguing about how her dad is going to New Zealand to for uh for for work for a little while to see about a, a job prospect. Mm-hmm. Um and then he gets that job and he's like we can move to New Zealand. Um and then her his mom her mom is like, no, I probably don't want to do that. I don't want to break up the family and all that stuff. And then she starts hanging, hanging around. around a interior designer who's who walks around, who's very attractive, very conventionally attractive. We see um, her ogling at him yes. all of the time. His Wearing shirt low is cut off, shirts low cut shirts, him. all that stuff. But imagine that at yeah, you're, fourteen, you are seeing this, and you are like. Oh my God! My mom is trying to fuck this guy. Yes. My dad is oh, my not dad around. Is, who she loves. Who she, she has loves. a very close relationship with her dad. Yeah, and then she's like, as she is, as Georgia, our main character, is going through a trying to get a boy's attention yeah. and like develop her womanhood. Her mother is having this like existential, yeah. like. Oh my God! She's yeah. thinking her mom is is also trying right, to right. seek the attention of men outside of the marriage. Yeah, and it, like absolutely. to watch that yeah. as a fourteen year old, and it's that whole her whole relationship, the mom's relationship and um, Georgia's relationship with watching the mom and dad like kind of like drift apart mm-hmm. mirrors her relationship with her friend, her friend yeah. and um, the boy that she's trying to see who yeah. is played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Robbie. R- Robbie. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so you're like, as, as it like ebbs and flows, everything else ebbs and flows at the same time. And you're like, God damn it. This poor child is being put through the ringer. Yeah. You know, the uh, hormones at that age just make, and I've said this so many times when we're talking about like this type of movie. Yeah. Everything at that age feels like the biggest 
fucking deal of yeah, your life. Right. At least for me, like yeah. at the fights I had with my friends were the most, oh my God, dramatic. Yeah. The breakups with the guys were the most horrific. Yeah. You're, like the teacher yelling at you was the most embarrassing. Like everything is at a level 10 of yeah. feelings. And this girl is having it all condensed down into like yeah. one week. I think like. <laughs> Yeah, you just catastrophize everything. Yes. I feel like – and I think that be, uh, catastrophizing everything is um, childish. Yes. And it is something that everybody should work through in therapy Amen. for sure. But like everything in this movie was like – I'm trying to think of the word uh, or the phrase. Um It was just lost in translation. Mm. A lot of stuff was where, you know, she was – um she was making out with the boy for practice, mm -hmm. and then he was just like, "Oh, she likes me. Look, look at how how much yeah. we were into each other." And then he was he misread a situation, yeah. and then um, he tried to kiss her, and then they fell into the yes. bushes. And then her crush saw that, and, and he misread a, a situation. She's misreading the situation with her 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 mom and, yes. and this interior designer. Yes. Like it was just so so many of those moments that are also weirdly subversive. Mm. And it was like subverting like expectations. I felt like yeah. there was a lot of moments where I was like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna go this way," and then it yeah. went the complete opposite. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. It I was mean, unexpected from a yeah. movie like this. Yeah, the relationship between her and the crush, Robbie, like they, you know, make out in the pool, which had me like very, like I was cheesing super hard. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So Robbie, our guy, yeah. what Aaron Taylor Johnson or whatever yeah. his name is, is the hottie, a part of a pair of, I guess, fraternal twin brothers I guess, I guess. that moved to school. And uh, he has a girlfriend yeah. named Lindsay, yeah. who is blonde, big boobs, which we later find out she stuffs her bra. Yeah. She is like your typical grade A hottie. Yep. And Georgia is determined to break them up and show Robbie that she is the better person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which well she was just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm actually gonna take your take your guy. And you know what I, I also this is what reminded me that this was a movie in 2005. Yeah. Is because as soon as they find out Robbie has a girlfriend, the group of girls fucking hates. Heather, yeah. the girlfriend. Yeah, they are like, gonna we're going to ruin Heather's life. Yeah. We are not girl gang. We are not girl supporting yeah. girls yet. Yeah. Like, we grew up with women being enemies <laughs> to each other. We were we not thrilled for each other. We didn't know how to be yeah, yeah, yeah. okay with that back yeah, in the day. Yeah, we don't do one-on-ones at all. No. At all. So we find out about Heather and Robbie's relationship, and Robbie starts to hang out with uh are two main leads because his brother is now dating Jazz, Georgia's best friend. And so Georgia gets to like by proxy live through Jazz's relationship with the brother, but she also just so desperately wants yeah. Robbie. So she devises this plan on like how to break them up. First ammunition is she knows that Heather stuffs her bra because they go spying through her window one night, which is like terrifyingly creepy. And like, don't do that, y'all. They spy a lot. Yeah. Uh, then the next is that she's going to use Robbie and her connection of love of cats to uh, hence where the title comes from. Angus is her cat. She's going to pretend that Angus is missing and ask Robbie to help her. Very innocent plot that turns into them going on this like enchanted day date where Georgia ends up really just learning a lot about him and the divorced parents and she gets to be herself. She's kind of quirky and kooky yeah. and like yeah. just a teenage girl, yeah. which was really refreshing to see. And Robbie nice. realizes like, huh, 
this isn't the type of girl I'd normally go for. Yeah, but she's I... not blonde with big boobs. <laughs> but man, I'm starting to feel something for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually, Robbie cheats yeah. on Heather because yeah. he makes out with our girl Georgia yep. in the community pool. Yep. Which, if that was in my town, Heather would have been done found out in two and a half. Oh minutes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all know each other. Yeah. No way that that's happening. Yeah. Um. And while. Robbie doesn't immediately break up with Heather. Our girl Georgia decides she's going to make Robbie jealous any way she can because yeah. that's what she learned. Well, she's trying to get back at him because yes. he didn't call her. He or didn't make like up. That. Yeah, he, he didn't break up with Heather. He didn't break up with Heather. And so and, she thinks that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, look what I'm about. Look how okay and hot I am without yeah. you now. And yeah. this is where we kind of start to see her performing that older yeah. more grown woman dressing differently right. acting differently and like she starts to grow up through this process of yeah. like not actually being herself of heart, heartbreak heartbreak yes. will mature you very 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 Ooh, i have new wrinkles as we speak i'm so sorry <laughs> i am so tie tie um but robbie what did we think about that actor portrayal of a guy oh I from mean, a guy's perspective especially i i mean i i think that it was pretty spot on pretty solid i feel i i don't the the more interesting thing or the thing that you pay attention to more is the is the the, the female friendships and yeah. and just her in general so i wasn't like really paying attention to him i was just like oh, okay cool it's just like the guy that you're going after but i will say the um the the line of him saying i just didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings Aww. is very 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 true with yeah. like especially at that age where you're yeah. just like i when you realize that dragging things out is hurting someone way more than than it could than cutting it off immediately yeah. uh could ever be yeah um so that was the most accurate part, but everything else, I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is a. I did wonder. Like, I was like, what is it about him that she likes besides that he's hot? Yeah, and he's in a band. Like it was all kind of aesthetic, which is also accurate yeah, for that age. Yeah. You don't care yeah. what that person's really Not about really. internally. <laughs> no, but okay. So I gotta say, man, Georgia, she's she's got game, bro. Like Woo! I, I think. <laughs> the confidence she could she could pull yeah. most men yeah she could pull most men by just like walking up to him and be like hey we'll we'll probably date later but <laughs> i mean don't don't worry about it right now but i'm yeah. just telling you um we're we're going to fuck around yeah. and then just walk away and you're just like what the fuck just who and the fuck was that you were like girl? i never thought about her before today yeah, in right. that way right right yeah. right so i i, I mean as I think about how women tend to not have game, which is very, I think, yeah. is a very prevalent and and big problem in our community. Yeah. Um, watching this movie was a breath breath of fresh air. Where I'm like, okay, look at look at her pulling up. Yeah, like look what happens when women do have game and like confidence. Yeah. And I think that's like, yeah, confidence it's, is a learned skill. Yeah. It is not something you were born with. No, no, it no, takes no. practice. Yeah, it takes. Trusting yourself. It takes liking yourself. Yeah, yeah. Big, Ooh. big issue. Big thing. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. And she liked herself a lot. Yes, which I did enjoy. Which is very cool. In this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Something we're skipping over that we have to address is, just like the plot said, a whole part of this movie is revolving around her 15th birthday. Yeah, it is. And from the moment this movie starts, it makes it clear that Georgia wants, and just, just listen to this, you guys, for her 15th birthday party, she wants her parents to rent out a club. Yeah. An adult nightclub. Yep. To have a DJ, yep. a party that she can also invite boys to. Right, right, right. At 15? At 15. At 15 years old. This should have been like a, either a, a sweet 16 party or yes. just tell me you're rich. Holy this, shit. Just tell me you're rich. Because, like, <laughs> I, the way that this is also lightly normalized in media is just <laughs> showing that people are richer than, all of your friends are richer than they, they give up. They think, yeah, yeah, because it, I was just like, first of all, is this what's normal in the, U- maybe I just, in the UK, that's what they do. God, I, I hope so. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be pretty sick. But what parent is going to allow a bunch of teenage children yeah. underage to be in an ad- adult nightclub at night yeah. with members of the opposite sex and I mean, grinding and booty dancing? And- in, I guess in, in high school, maybe? Maybe people are more loose. You can't get into a club in America until you're 18. Yeah, that's true. I guess you can drink well, when you you're 18. Well, if you rent it out, you know, that could be, you could Money, rent it again, oh, lower, the, lower the the age range. Yeah. Really. And and this is a normal thing because we also find out that Lindsay, yeah. Robbie's girlfriend at the time, is also having her 15th, 15th birthday yeah. party at the same weekend. She yeah. changes it to be the same day once she finds out that Robbie likes her and it it just blew my mind that I was like, bitch, I think it was a big deal if we could, like, get a limo to take me right. and, like, four friends to the hibachi restaurant yeah, down the street. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I really want to go to the bridge. Like, let me yeah. – me, can I get a ride there or yeah. something like that? That was a huge deal Yeah. Um, growing up in, like, middle school. But, yeah, I, I don't – I don't remember anybody having, like, a club. I remember, actually, it was a lot of house parties mm-hmm. and then – when you go to these house parties, you see how how mm. your friends are living. Yeah. And sometimes you're just like, oh, god damn. You have a pool. You have a pool. <laughs> you have an infinity pool. Oh, bitch. Which an is infinity pool? An infinity pool over like overlooking um, the hills. Like, like kids these days don't realize when infinity pools came out. Yeah. That was a huge deal. Yeah. Now yeah, you yeah. see them everywhere. Now it's like, yeah, oh, if you don't have an infinity yeah, pool, fuck off. Because the fucking influencers have ruined the infinity, yeah. pool, the appeal of the infinity yeah. pool. The, the appeal of the infinity pool. Um, what other pleasures did you have? I um, I have a I have a guilt that uh, is up in and itself turns into a pleasure because this movie really did yeah. wrap up. Yeah. The way it ended, oh, really, yeah. everything went according to plan. Yeah, 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 everything yeah. just worked out the way yeah. it was supposed to. Yeah. In a, and I wanted that out of this movie, but this was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I, the bow. Yeah, the bow at the end was like layered with velvet and like. 
diamond crusted. And like, and, yeah, yeah. it's just like, okay, this bow doesn't feel good. It this didn't bow feel feels like the too, rest of the movie. It didn't feel like the rest of the movie. Yeah. Because the way that they were setting it up, um, especially with the mom's relationship, is yeah. that the mom was going to get found out and yeah. then the, the, she was going to like tell the dad and all that yeah. stuff. But it just found, it just turned out that the interior designer was gay. gay. Yeah. And was like, helping get the club yeah it's just like okay but party, you were yeah. still very attracted to this game yes man. it you doesn't were hitting on it you were hitting on him doesn't matter yeah <laughs> and know? like hey maybe that's you know what their marriage consisted of was yeah. when daddy's away mommy yeah. can play like we don't know yeah. we don't know their lifestyle what's what's uh olivia what did the, the great olivia rodrigo say um every boy i like is gay yes yeah classic man um, i've been i've been listening to that album oh i'm sure I'm on sure. repeat god damn uh, another yeah the bow the bow was uh, the bow was insane like yeah. everything kind of wrapped up in a way that that just it's it's not that it didn't make sense it just wasn't the what the movie was telling you um, yeah the, the, it wasn't the 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 lessons the movie was trying to teach you exactly yeah. like she you know not to spoiler but spoiler alert she ends up with everything she wanted from yeah. her parents staying together to getting the club to getting the guy to yeah. embarrassing Lindsay in front of the whole school yeah dad got a promotion yeah. at. At in, in London, the country, in the she, country, was, yeah. yeah, not New Zealand, yeah, and it all just kind of. I was like, okay, yeah, the, I don't know how much lesson this is going to teach her. Although we did watch her grow up and learn she needed yeah. to be herself and yeah. like not hurt others in the right. process of getting yeah. the guy, but then she like embarrasses Lindsay and pulls out her chicken cutlets in front of everybody, and I was like. That's gonna fuck her up That's for the rest for of her the, life. The rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah. I you don't would, recover from that. No. 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 Not, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Because you are definitely. I don't know what Lindsay's situation was, but she was acting out because of something. Yeah. Her, her home life. Her home didn't life seem very stable. Bad. Robbie um, was the only thing she had going for her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, this movie made me appreciate Greta Gerwig more. <laughs> like I think that I like the way that Greta Gerwig will take this style of movie and mm. bring it to like a modern 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 like prestige take mm -hmm. is very fun and uh amazing because you know um her award-winning movie that i can't mention um mm -hmm. uh the ending of that with just her talking to her mom her mom and just being like you were right i'm so sorry and then it just ends on that and you're like fuck like that's what that's what I wanted out of this one. I wanted yeah. like a very, but it, again, it's it's based on a book. They didn't they didn't have the liberties to write whatever they wanted. Exactly. Was this both books in one movie? I believe so. Yeah. It's, I kind of want to see a sequel. Yeah. Me too. I want to see like her junior year. Yeah. Robbie's oh, off cool. to college, discovering cool. asexuality. She's there it is. alone. There it is. She's discovering her sexuality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She she uh, meets back up with Lindsay, and then Ooh. they have a. Ooh, she's got to apologize, and then it becomes the movie Do Revenge. There you go. There you go. Last last pleasure or um, my my biggest pleasure, I guess. Um, at one point, she calls Robbie a fitty, and Ooh. I want to bring that shit back, baby. <laughs> I want to bring that into like that is so you're he British is proper fit. Yeah, you say you're fit or He's whatever. A lush. You look good. I love a, a that. lush, but calling someone a fitty, fitty? yes. Because it yeah. can be, it could be so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitty's cool. <laughs> fitty, I like, I like yeah. calling someone a fitty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the British slang in this was slanging, was top notch. Yeah, it just made me realize like how how much slang there was in high school. Did you ever say grody? Yeah, we had like grody, and like we would say like what's that, breast. Breast. <laughs> what's that, breast? No, never, never heard that one. That one was like pretty big. 
And we would say like, hey. Uh-huh. That was a big one. That was um, Yin Yang Twins. Yeah, like. Yin Yang Twins. Okay. Are you ready for some fun facts about yeah, this I'm movie? Yeah, I'm ready for some fun facts. Holy shit. I know. The first one? I know. And I stumbled into that and I was like, Wait, okay, okay, wait. Is this let me let me guess. Okay. Let me guess. Okay. I, I there is something that I know. What do you know? That the lead, Georgia, yes. is married to Rupert yes! Stitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my it's so God. they have a baby. How did I not fucking know that? Rupert, yeah, she's married to Ron Weasley, guys. I'm deceased. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah. It made me I I was very excited when I found that out. Cuz you know that character that she was playing as an actress at 14 is who she is in real yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and she was like, I'm going to fucking pull the biggest redhead of all time. <laughs> it's either him or Ed Sheeran. And she went And she went for Rupert. That, I mean, that makes me so happy. Yeah. And they were both child actors, yeah. like stars at that age. Yeah. Like they probably have a lot of yeah, wow. she can fucking pull. I keep on. Dog, you did say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the film has like, earned. She, she reminds me of Florence Pugh. Oh. In the same way where I'm just like, Florence Pugh is out here. Cool. She's she's sick as fuck, man. And she's oh, yeah. pulling. Yeah. She is pull, She is like, yeah. I feel like she will walk up to you and be and do the same thing. We're just like, yeah. we'll probably fuck later. But I mean, I'm, I'm busy be right over now. There. Yeah. I'm busy right now. Um, maybe in a year. Yeah. I'll see you I'll, when you're I'll ready. I'll see you in a year. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, bet. And then she just leaves. It's the I'm, confidence. It's, it's the, the confidence aura. that yeah. the aura, the 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 space of like just walking and some someone notices you immediately. Oh, outside yeah. of the fact that you're Florence Pugh. Yeah, and I've always said Rupert Grant also. Super hot. Really? Yeah. I, I saw honestly, <laughs> I saw an interview with Ed Sheeran and I was like, oh, you're a lot cooler than I thought you were. <laughs> you're an Ed Sheeran apologist. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Ed Sheeran was like this like uh, Miltose type of like yeah. hunched over kind of guy. But he's like, no, I'm just. Oh, I got to check him out. Then. I feel like I've I have a stigma around Ed. Oh, really? But I don't know. Maybe it's unfounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Here's a couple really cool ones. Uh, The writer director, Gurindir. Chadaha also wrote Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, sick. Yeah. Which checks out because Bend yeah. It Like Beckham, another classic coming another of classic. age. Yeah. Uh, the film has earned over 14 million, which includes 10 million from the UK alone, wow. which is very cool. Um, On a budget of, of what? Do you know? Oh, I don't. Uh, let me I look, get I'll look it. it up. I get it. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Robbie, is rumored to be the next James Bond. Yeah. Um, He's not going to get that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, this one's really good. Are you ready? Yeah. Actress Georgia Henshaw, who played our main girl. Uh, I fancied Tommy Bastow, who played Dave the Laugh, like Dave, the guy yeah. who she plays. She was like, who didn't? We met up five years later and ended up dating for eight months. Wow. They dated IRL. Dave Dave is the one that- Who she's oh, using yeah. to get back at Robbie. Yeah. Again, another guy she pulled. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought this one is really interesting. The book on which it's partially based, Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging by Louise Renison, is number 35 on the American Library Association's list of banned books. Oh, my God. From 2000 to 2009. It's no- banned. Number one was Harry, <laughs> the Harry Potter series. Oh, well, okay. Well, that it, seems I think stupid, this is like a heavily, America. That's probably like a heavily Christian 
thing. Yeah. Because I remember, yeah, Harry Potter was aggressively banned in the Christian community. Yeah. So that's probably like a Christian organization. Wait, or what, what was the rationale for that? Oh, uh, witches. N- witchcraft. witchcraft. Oh, yeah. yeah. The devil, dark the arts. Devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff. The dark arts. You know how they are. <laughs> um, all right. It is now time uh, in the episode where we decide is this movie a guilt, a pleasure, or a guilty pleasure? Garrick. Uh, oh, my God. What say you? Um, I think this movie is an absolute pleasure. I Ooh. think that um, this is a benchmark, I feel like, as far as, as coming-of-age movies starring 14-year-olds. Ah. If you are actually trying to portray what that life is like and what that age is like, this is one of the shining examples. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that... They definitely um, hit outside of the or, or or punched above their weight mm-hmm. with this one. Yeah, and they didn't really need to. They yeah. really only needed to like kind of like touch on a few points, have like the the goofy soundtrack in the background, have like the crush and all that stuff, and then maybe they get them, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the it's fact not. that they were going after um, your parents' perceived relationship. <laughs> In, it, it, at any point in time, yeah, it was just like all of these like more adult tropes, yeah, um, were were fantastic, and I think that that like definitely pushes it up into like the light pleasure, uh, yes, light pleasure area. I the- was gonna say for me, I my instinct was to want to give this a guilty pleasure because yeah. it is bubblegum in some areas, yeah, but. I think because they accomplished what they accomplished, I have to also give it a light pleasure. Yeah. It teeters the line. I had my computer open when I first started the movie and I was like doing work at the same time. And I found myself closing it and watching the movie, Yeah, which I was like, I was not expecting to really like be into right. the storyline. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't think I would care. Right. Therefore, I'm going to have to give it a light P. A light P. Yeah. Gotta, gotta put it, gotta put that lowercase P on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we doing my pleasures? pleasures? Yeah. Yeah. I've got one that I am currently reading, uh, as I mentioned, going through a breakup and in these moments of absolute pure chaos, anxiety, and depression, uh, I find that like in anything in life that I don't feel secure with or understanding of or feel very out of control with, learning about the psychology of something helps me understand it. So whether it's like, rejection from a work thing or you know when I was having panic attacks I got really into like the science books about like why the central nervous system does what it does so in the same vein of having this breakup happen I wanted to understand like the psychology of attachment and breakups and why I repeat patterns and yada 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 and I stumbled across a book at a bookstore um, called Becoming the One And uh, there was this quote that was like going viral on TikTok the other week that was like, um, the love of your life should be the love of your own life. Like the love of your life should be how much you love your own life. Oh, shit. Rather than like the love of your life should be the love of your life. Like, you know, the words are a little confusing. Yeah. It's like a play on words. That's cool. Like the love of your life should be the love of the love that you have for your, your own life. Your own life. And uh, the book, the Becoming the One, I think is written by a woman who started a, f- a company called Rising Women. Um, but this book is really insightful about attachment patterns, why we our brain does the things that they do. In um, the moments that I have felt totally out of control and out of my 
body and unlike myself in the last week, I've turned to this book to find really awesome tools and understandings. So to anyone going through one of those things, whether you're lost from, you know, switching jobs, moving, whatever, this, if you just need like a reconnection with yourself again, highly recommend Becoming the One. Um, What's your pleasure, Rick? Um, okay, so this isn't like, this is something that is already passed, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so this isn't something that I can like recommend that you go do. Okay. But I, uh, while I was, I mean, this was like a, a, a like a week, two weeks ago. Um, while he was in town, uh, Chance the Rapper was doing Acid Rap, the 10-year uh, anniversary. And we watched him just do all of this. This I think that Acid Rap is probably the most successful mixtape of all time. Wow. While also I think it's, it's my favorite. I think so. Wow. Um, as far as like just bringing someone from nothing yeah. to like absolute stardom, yeah. Um, because you can't sell mixtapes. No. Um, but uh, I I I feel like that album was the soundtrack to my twenties. You know, yeah. it was like a, such a huge fucking deal mm-hmm. for me. Um, it's it is attached to uh, a friend of mine that is no longer here, mm-hmm. and so like. Seeing him perform all of my childhood mm. essentially was just so special, and then he's wow. also a fantastic performer. Yeah, I, I I feel like he gets a lot of 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 not slack, but a lot of flack. Flack. <laughs> thank you. A lot of flack in general because of you know he had like a a a, a stint of like not so great uh, projects or or whatever or songs, not even like projects because of just the one. But yeah, um. Seeing him live is something that a lot of people should do. And I feel like um, especially if he does this uh, tour again, yeah. it should Where definitely. Where was it? It was at the it? forum. Oh. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was great. You know, it's a very, not very intimate venue, but it's intimate enough to yeah. where, you know, you can like see everything. Yeah. Um, he had like pyrotechnics. Like you, all, a lot of shit that rappers don't, don't do, don't do yeah. or don't need to do. He was doing. I didn't even see anyone posting about this or yeah. anything. Yeah, it was just like when you bought when I bought his um, the as a rap on vinyl. You you sign up to like his newsletter and oh. then he just sent it out in a newsletter. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, so yeah. It was the real ones. It was it was it's for the real ones first because he was he'd always been like an anti scalper mm. person, mm-hmm. and so it was always like a direct to consumer type that's of guy. Sick. And I I mean you know it, it's baked into his music where he was a mixtape and independent artist for so yeah. long. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely somebody to go see because you, yeah. you know you're you're seeing somebody put forth an effort. They have like a live band behind them, oh, all of that sick. stuff. As a rapper, it, he's great. Damn, that sounds awesome, and yeah. I'm gonna keep an eye out on that. Yeah, Rainy, you got any my pleasures? Um, well, actually, I have a question. Okay, so I have, I guess, one. But yeah. when you talk about like the soundtrack to your 20s, what do you remember about? Because I'm in the heart of it. 26. Yeah. Mm. What do you like remember about it? And what are your like reflections? You guys are out of your 20s, right? Yeah. I'm 33. 32. What advice would you have? Um, Don't in, like, don't enjoy it. Like, <laughs> hey, does, that make, does that make sense? Like people are just like, oh, you got to enjoy your 20s. It's going to, no, no, I mean, no, fucking build, build yes. shit. Build, like, yeah. tr- like go, you are, the energy that you have yes. is going to go away. You yes. are going uh-huh. to get tired. Yes. Um, and it sucks. 
and it 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 happens and it comes for us all. Yes. You're gonna get tired, and the ambition that you've been like, you know, chilling on and like basing, like like kind of just laying into, and like I can just kind of cruise on the fact that I have enough energy to be ambitious. Mm-hmm. That's gonna go away, and so all you're left with is how much do you want the thing in mm-hmm. your thirties, and so you have to actually like put forth an effort. To do that rather than in your 20s, you're just like, who cares? I'm doing it. I can kind of put my head down. The Mm. idea of putting your head down is harder in your 30s because you're a little bit bit more tired. I would say too, and this like kind of maybe even ties back into like the type of movie we watched that like remembering that age is when this started for me. Mm -hmm. But a huge... And it's not even a regret, but it's just something I often think about is that I wish I had quit drinking earlier Mm. in my 20s because I spent so much fucking wasted time being wasted, nursing hangovers, paying for mistakes made when I was drunk, my whole social life revolving around booze and dating and partying and like just a little piece of me is like, for sure, party in your 20s because yeah. you, you're going to get tired quick and oh, you yeah. don't want to have your party time. You don't want to like have your party bone in your 30s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, just reevaluate your relationship with alcohol and think about how much time it takes up and consumes over your 20s and like just try to balance that. Yeah. Balance it because it was so unbalanced in my 20s. Oh, I was my God. just, it was all about drinking and partying. So. Yeah. That would be my advice. How did you start? Like, was it, I'm sure you've talked about this on other podcasts, but like, did you just sort of like be like one day you were like, I just can't anymore? I never had a rock bottom the way a lot of like alcoholics yeah. have like one big moment, like a DUI or something uh-huh. that does it. I was arguably the most successful, most like monetarily successful in my most drinking era. And Mm -hmm. that's once I realized that that was the actual problem was like, I don't think I'm ever going to have a rock bottom necessarily. Like it's going to be up to me. I think I was just waiting for something terrible to be like the thing that cut me out from drinking. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, nothing's coming. Yeah. I have to actually do this myself. Decide. Yeah. Yeah. And it did kind of happen like out on a bang. It was pride weekend in West Hollywood. So I definitely did have like, I was also fresh out of knee surgery on a bunch of painkillers and like had a bender fresher. Uh, But I think it was just like the realization of like, oh, holy shit, no one and nothing is coming to stop me. Uh I'm going to have to be the one. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. So also, yeah, in your twenties, nobody's helping you. No. (laughs) Nobody's gonna help you. Nobody like you are you you really do have to realize that you are alone in Mm -hmm. this world very, very, very soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the the fact that you can mainly only rely on yourself. Of course, nobody gets anywhere by themselves, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, rely on yourself. You really, really have to get that in your head as early as possible. And the relationship patterns you're making in your 20s is going to follow you into your 30s. Yeah, absolutely. Be okay with being alone. Be okay with being alone. Practice your secure attachments at that age. Yeah, God, God, please. Because I I do say this on stage. It's like... (laughs) You, I, I I spent most of my 20s trying to figure out who I was, and then I got into my 30s, and I was like, who have I become? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's, I feel like that's what you know, it, it, it should feel like, but in, in a more positive, a positive way. Yeah, and it does get better, I yeah. think. Like, yeah. even though yeah. I'm literally going through one of the worst times of my adult life, yeah. I... It, 
I would much rather do it now than in my twenties. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. What do you mean? Because you just have more tools. Like yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. Every every breakup in my twenties, I would watch. God damn it. <laughs> You started. You got. I it. would watch a movie with Mila Kunis and Jason Segel over oh, and over and over and over, consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I would end it and then watch something else because those are. That's the only movie that perfectly portrays getting over someone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Zaddy Cornfeld, we miss you. You can follow him at. Corn Diddy on all the things. <laughs> I'm Kelsey there on all the things. I'm Gary Bernard on all and the things. And until next time, have a you slag. <laughs> you slag. You slag. You fucking slag. <laughs>